0: It's 37 podcast time Cause it's Friday and you're at home It's 37 podcast time Cause you're masturbating alone It's 37 podcast time Cause the children have all gone to bed It's 37 Your head. Hey, buddy, how's it going? Oh,
1: super good. I'm stoked. Yeah, my magazines came last night.
0: Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Men's Health, Maxim. Oh, all the good ones. FHM or whatever it's called. I think that's probably right. Yeah, yeah. There's those are uh, classy publications.
1: Oh, totally. I learned they, so
0: much. Yeah, they add a lot to men and women's culture. Honestly, just how to be cool. They taught me how to love. Yeah. Uh Congratulations. This is our 50th episode. Ah, yay! we have quite the catalog. Yes, yes. What was your favorite one along the way? I really liked one of the original classic ones where we talked about would I have sex with a robot or not? And robot the, sex. Y- yeah, remember it turned into like talking about the Terminator and that girl who was in that television show, the Terminator, if I was actually more attracted to the actress or only the actress portraying a robot killing machine. You
1: see, I think what would have been funnier is if you had said the ones where I wasn't there.
0: <laughs> Touche, that would have been the funnier comment
1: Can't always help you out, Paul I know, I'm sorry, I,
0: honestly, robot sex is like always on my mind Like I can't stop thinking about it
1: I like pretty in porn Pretty in porn, that was pretty I th- good I think we covered some very like
0: hot cultural topics in that one That's a good point Yeah, we were. We really had our uh, fingers on the pulse of the nation you We might say.
1: still need to get one of those porn stars in here We need to get yeah. a third microphone Yeah that would that would be step one. Well, actually, let me rephrase that. We really need to get a
0: third microphone for the porn stars we have in here. Yes, exactly. They're here all the time. They just don't speak. So they don't. You can't hear them. I mean, I hear them. Well, the duct tape. Exactly. Well, I was thinking, you know, maybe maybe we should do something special for the fiftieth episode. I'm down. Cupcakes. Okay. Cupcakes. <laughs> I was thinking maybe along the lines of what we talk about. I don't know. You're. I, we get a lot of. This was my idea, and this goes along kind of with your magazines and stuff like that. But we do seem to get a lot of fan mail, um, asking us how we have such a good time and how we make ourselves so awesome, like on the weekends when we go out and hit the club scene, and and, and I get that. It's not something that comes naturally. That's been a lot of work for Tobin and I to be so awesome over the years, and. And I thought maybe this would be a good opportunity for us to, I don't know, share some secrets and kind of spill the beans a little bit on, um, on just how to be awesome.
1: You should see my Google Reader. It's like all the Maxim blog.
0: Yeah, I keep track of the Maxim 100 mm-hmm. daily. I literally order every article of clothing out of GQ each month. That's just how I dress, you know. And it's like I get enough of it that by the next month, I have a full new wardrobe every month.
1: There's all these Ed Hardy haters out there. I just don't
0: they can go to hell. They can go to they hell. They can die and then go to hell.
1: You see the chick I'm with? Do you see the chick I'm with? For show. Sure. It's because my button-up shirt is embroidered.
0: Uh. And I think that was like a really good call of you to get that Ed Hardy tattoo on your back. Yeah, lower back. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, it's some sometimes you got to pop the top, and when you pop the top, you want to have that same awesome design of your Ed Hardy shirt underneath your shirt. It's my head stamp. Yeah, exactly. That was just smart. So maybe we should just get into it here and talk about our routine for like a Saturday, say. That sounds good. Just pick it. Just pick it. We'll just go Saturday. You okay. Know? Um, we usually rock out, I would say five, five to six nights a week. You can find us um, in the scene. But Saturday is usually a bigger event, I would well, say.
1: I usually start drinking at about noon at work on Friday. Yeah, absolutely. So Friday nights are kind of a junk show. Saturday night
0: is when most of the thought happens. That's a good point. Yeah, absolutely. No, they're they're more of a presentation, I I would say, uh, as far as my body goes. Peacocking. I don't know. So I guess you know if you wake up in the morning on Saturday, um, definitely and, definitely hit the gym, do as I, many sit ups as I can. Um, I was gonna say first I'll open my flowing
1: drapes in my loft apartment downtown. Yeah,
0: yeah, I like to um let, let the wind hit it and the morning light hit it, and then I just stand there in my whitey tighties uh on the balcony. And just let the breeze kind of overtake me. And then I asked the women to leave.
1: You see, I'm exactly the same there, except yeah. uh, I don't have a balcony. I just have the floor to ceiling.
0: Oh, nice. And I like
1: to just kind of do maybe some push ups. Yeah. Do um, my inverted crunches. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just, you know, grab a cup of Joe. Oh, yeah. Look out, think about what I've accomplished. Yeah. And then, as you said, kick
0: the ladies out. Yeah. And, uh, it's nice. I bought these things. I got the idea from Continental Airlines, actually, where you could have the little to go boxes when you get on the plane, as opposed to serving them food. You just grab one out of like a big basket and it's a little box. Um, the girls can take with them when they leave. There's like half a sandwich and a cup of yogurt. Um, and
1: moisturizer.
0: Yeah. A lot of moisturizer. That's important. If they want to be back, it is, you know, so, um, so those are, those are helpful. Um, so they take those and, and go on their way. And then I usually go to the gym. I try to eat a lot of uh, raw vegetables on Saturdays. I'll try to get the uh,
1: 10 a.m. Wendy yoga class. Oh, she's down good. Yoga Tropics.
0: Yeah, she's really good.
1: She's great.
0: Yeah, limber like a cheetah. Like an octopus. Yeah, that makes more sense probably. I have no idea if cheetahs are limber. They're beautiful animals. I mean, I've seen them stretch and their like, backs seem to really bend a lot. Yeah, but... I'm going to say a cheetah is a good representation of a um, woman in yoga class. Yeah, a lot of downward-facing dog and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I see that. Anyway, uh, so you do yoga, and right. then, well, then where do you go from there? Well, then I'll do
1: a uh, quick one or two rotations on the uh, the weights. I'll focus mostly on upper body.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I don't really want to do too much cardio on Saturdays. No. I want to save that strength for later.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I try to carb up,
1: too, about midday. The other thing that's very important about this Saturday routine dietary-wise is... Is you have to have some greens in you at some point. Absolutely, because you have to be thinking about your poop cycle. Absolutely, you, you have to. You can't just think that nature is going to magically take its course for you. You
0: have to sometimes press it into service. If you're not thinking poop cycle on Saturdays, you're just not thinking. You got to get a shit out by five, by like maybe five six o'clock in the evening. Exactly, and it's got to be a good a good full movement for the night because uh, you don't want to be up in some club and have to go in there and try to take a dump. That's just that's below you. You know, so, yeah, you're better than that.
1: So once you're done with your physical fitness, I will typically get some man time in. Yeah. Maybe go down to the bar, watch some uh, some sports. That's important. Maybe it really is. Do tour or yeah. uh, any sort of Red Bull event that might be on the satellite.
0: Yeah, they're probably jumping something. That Formula
1: they, One racing.
0: Yeah. No, that is important. You need to uh, you need to get your me time in and, and grow as a man. I think. Right on Saturday during the days, a lot of times I'll, I'll just turn the phone off and, uh, and watch baseball until I kind of fall asleep sitting up. Um, and then I'll, I'll come back too and and realize that I feel replenished. Yeah. So I, I usually will sometimes take man time actually into dinner as well. Right. I I feel like I don't see why I have to eat with women. Um, and that it's, it's, you know, I'd rather eat a nice steak and uh, a nice whiskey. Um, with, with some men, or by myself, I don't even I don't even give a shit.
1: Yeah, oysters aren't gross. No, they're
0: Next fantastic. Next time I have
1: to hear that out of a woman's mouth, it's just going to be... They're going to get
0: a slap of my dick, right at the table.
1: Oysters are a beautiful thing, I'll typically
0: toss down a dozen, probably before six or seven on a Saturday. I feel insulted when a woman finds an oyster to be gross. Me too. I mean, that's clearly a girl who's never been face-to-face with a beaver. Don't you mean sea otter? No. No, I meant beaver. Once man dinner's done, I think that's when the evening really starts to pick up and, and when it really starts taking shape. I mean, we've got the basics down. This is usually when Kanye, all of the lights, turns on. Exactly. Exactly. And the first place I always go to is a lounge. Um, I, I like a good lounge that's just kind of mellow. Maybe we meet girls there. Maybe we wait to meet girls uh, until the second hour when we go to the ultra lounge. It's hard to say.
1: The other thing that's important is to be timing your wardrobe changes. Mm -hmm. I'll typically find that the lounge experience will be closer to home Mm. because then I can just bounce right back, put on a V-neck, maybe a different colored Mm V-neck, maybe change my sport coat. That's true. And be back out before they even miss me at the Ultra Lounge.
0: Yeah. And my thing, too, is that I always change after dinner as well because I do eat like a man and I most likely will be covered in mushroom sauce yeah the ultra lounge is always good that's when you want to start meeting the women that's when you want the women to come find you right uh, because you can talk to them a little bit you can get their name maybe uh, it's up to you if you want to remember it you introduce yourself there you set a tone there and then that is when you move on
1: I've also found that the uh the type of shoes you're wearing at the ultra lounge is mm-hmm. something to pay
0: attention to yeah absolutely I usually go alligator skin or, I was gonna
1: say tassels are very hot
0: right now yeah they are at lounges especially ultra lounges even more so. And now that it's summertime, we can start wearing white again. Yeah. God, I missed it. I missed it, Tobin. My linens are important to me. My white linens and flowing linens, things like that. That's that's really something that hits home for Paul. And ultra lounges in the summer, it's where I really hit my stride. And, and I really look my best, I think.
1: Well, I think also, too, it's important now that it is summertime, that after the ultra lounge, you'll usually have an ultra lounge B. I'll go somewhere high.
0: Yeah. Usually rooftop? Yeah, I like to get elevation at that point in the evening for sure. Prefer the private places? Yeah. But I'll go somewhere public. No, I'm not afraid to do that. Absolutely. Uh, if the music's right, I will definitely go to a public ultra lounge, be on a rooftop. Right. But there's only a couple of those. You know, that doesn't always work out. A pool up there is nice. Uh, women like to see the water and splash around. It excites them. So from there, where do you usually typically take it at that point in the evening?
1: After the ultra lounge or after the rooftop party, Uh huh. You're, you're in a very intricate zone right now yes because you can push on there's a lot of play here push on and go to the pre-club stage Mm -hmm. or you've got a great opportunity here where people are feeling a little bit punchy and you have a whole list of excuses of why you should go back to your apartment for a little bit exactly a lot of
0: things can happen at an apartment
1: a lot of things can happen and so typically this is where the three-way happens
0: yeah absolutely because they're feeling a little
1: crazy not quite so crazy that they're gonna feel guilty about it.
0: They're still dressed up. They're not sloppy, right? They like it. It's yeah. just
1: a sexy, sexy time.
0: I have a little secret, a little thing I do here that um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let go here on the air. Is I'll take them to a shitty bar at this point, actually, and say let's just, let's just stop in here and do a shot. Let's just do a fun shot, and I'll try to break away two of the girls. We'll jump in there. We'll all do a shot together, and I make sure that one of those shots goes on my shirt. And that is the time when I go, shit, ladies, we got to swim by my house. I got to change the shirt. This is ridiculous. At this point, I just got an extra shot in them. And isolated them, and we're going back to my house. Well done. Yeah, it's kind of a professional move. So, you know, once you do that, then I think it's time to go on to pre club stage and and club.
1: Well, the one thing that's great about going home at that area is that there's there's nothing wrong with skipping pre club. I think everybody knows that pre club is the weakest of the levels.
0: It absolutely is. And you
1: can just go straight to club. You can just meet everybody at the club. Yep.
0: You guys broke away, you had these two girls, you changed your shirt, you put your club shirt on, you go right to the club, and you go straight to the table. Right. At this point, I think this is where it gets. It's tricky, too, and a lot of guys slip up. Don't get drunk from the bottle service at the club. It's too easy. It's too easy. The girls are going to do it. You're better than that.
1: Your hostess who's pouring you that big, huge bottle of Gregus really doesn't like you.
0: No, not at all. In fact, she does not give a shit. She doesn't. She wants your money and accept that. Give her a nice smile. Say thank you. Slowly sip your drink. Let the girls around you get drunk and figure out where this night's going to go. Because right now is when you start making your game plan.
1: This is when it starts to get fun.
0: It is. It truly is. This is when I hit the floor. Absolutely. And a lot of people don't realize this. Tobin's got some motherfucking moves. I just love being out there. It feels natural to me. Yeah. Well, sometimes you and I, I mean, don't tell people, we'll just go out and just dance. Yeah. Just on our own. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to do it sometimes. It's Tuesday. Yeah. It's like, I just want to dance tonight. That's all I want to do. Tuesday has the best music. It does. It is. There's good deep house music all over the town. back to Saturday. Exactly. Um, Saturday night at the club, get on the floor, you start dancing. You really start showing these girls what a pelvis looks like in action. And they start imagining things. They start going, wait a minute. He can do that? Like, wait a minute. How does he drop it so low? Wait a minute. I want to be all up on that. The other thing
1: that's great about it is that it gives you a chance to interact with the public, the general public. Yeah. Which I like to do. One of the major rules of the club level is you do not go to the bar and order a drink, ever. Never. Drinks are brought to you. Exactly. Have some respect. People are noticing.
0: Yeah, I would never do that.
1: So at this stage, it's now time to decide. Yes. The night's coming closer to when the, uh, the public portion of the evening will be shutting down, a 1.30, 1.45 at night. Exactly. And it's time to narrow your
0: choices down. You've already pushed away the other two that you banged earlier. And now you're looking at a couple more. You got to invite them back to the house. You got to give them enough little pre-time there to say, hey, we're all heading back to the place. You get them thinking that. And so that's not even an option. When we're walking out the door and there's a million people and everybody's crowded and doesn't know what's going on, they're holding on to you because they know where you're taking them. Then you get them back. You throw some vinyl records on.
1: They love a man who's confident and knows where he's going in life.
0: Exactly. And if they're drunk enough, they just love a man that knows where he's going like at that moment. And has a roof. Yes. Roofs are huge. Never live in an apartment that doesn't have an awesome roof. Anal by the moonlight is just something I don't think I could ever live without again. And then um, I, I think I think once we get back, I think that's um, that's kind of sacred and that's kind of uh, something that should be kept. Yeah, we should save it for episode one hundred. That's
1: a good call. That's perfect. Describing what happens at Paul's apartment at two thirty in the morning. Yeah, on a Saturday, it'll
0: take another twenty minutes for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple ways you can go. Obviously, I think I think we all know where it usually goes. But uh we could also the burrito I don't know. shop. Yeah, burritos usually, I think. Yeah. Uh burritos, maybe a milkshake if one of those stores is open.
1: I think recently there was a night where
0: I was on your exercise bike at
1: four o'clock in the morning drinking scotch.
0: Yes, I do seem to remember that. Um that didn't end how I thought it was gonna. But we got all screwed up at the Ultra Lounge. Yeah. I think that's where we lost our way, was the Ultra Lounge for sure. Ugh, we really need to focus on getting better. You know, there's worse ways to end the night though. Whiskey on an
1: exercise bike could be worse. Yeah, if I didn't have the seat, that would have made it worse. It's thirty-seven podcast time, because it's Friday in your